Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. You know, many, many couples trying to have a baby, just not happening. And many times they'll try different things. They'll go to a IVF specialist and try different medications, different, lots of different things. Have you thought of Reiki, energy healing? Have you thought of hypnotherapy? Lots of different modalities that can work have been proven. We're going to talk with somebody who works with those and helps helps babies come along. And she is the owner of Illuminating Healing. Shirley Berard is with us on the program. Hi, Shirley. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm well. It's interesting that I know couples that have struggled with uh, infertility and had no idea that some of these modalities can can help. Now, you offer a, a bunch of different ones. Is there one in particular that usually helps get the job done? Yes, I would say hypnotherapy um, gets the job done. Definitely finding out the root of the problem, like what's the reason, what's the hold up. Sometimes it's just something within you, like whether you believe that you don't, you're not capable or if you believe, have a belief that you're not going to be a good mom. Sometimes it's just something like that and just rearranging and changing that mind thought and telling you you are going to be a great mom, it's going to happen. It's just all about changing it and turning that key within you and believing in yourself that you can make this happen. It's going to happen. Well, it just backs up what we think becomes what is because, yeah. you know, you think your body is automatically going through cycles and, and nature is taking its course. But if you're thinking that you can't be a good parent, even even subconsciously thinking that, then it's going to derail the whole process, I would imagine, right? Yes, absolutely. Wow. What, what do you uncover with hypnotherapy when you work with, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting here that uh, it's women that you work with on, on the fertility thing. Yes. Okay. What, what have you uncovered? Like you said before, many times uh, a woman might think she might not be a good mother, and that could be the one reason why she can't, conceive how about any other things yeah it um roots down to like things from childhood um it could be like something like an experience that they saw um as a child like some sort of abuse that caused it it just kind of opens up a whole funnel of different things that occurred throughout life that caused some sort of derail or stopping your period and not getting regular periods and then just saying to your body, like, I can't get pregnant because I can't have regular menstrual cycles. And it's just like, but you can. It's just changing that whole process. It's just so many different experiences that I've had um, with clients that it's just an, an issue where they just set their mind, like, it's not happening. It's been a year. It's not going to happen. And it's like just saying, yes, it will. It's taken a little time, but it's going to happen. We're going to make it happen. And just having them believe it. And, like, with the session with me, I do a recording at the end of the session that I have them listen to for 21 days and just keep on listening to it. They can listen to it morning, noon, and night when they're asleep. Just program your brain to believe that this is going to happen. It's going to happen. So let's talk about the recording because I had hypnotherapy over the weekend. Oh, awesome. Oh, uh, I'm the biggest cheerleader for hypnotherapy. Surely I am. <laughs> I tell everybody that's struggling with just about anything. Uh, have you thought about hypnotherapy? A lot of times it's the last thing that they, they gravitate to. But for the first time, this practitioner gave me a recording, but it was, it was a, you hit, you 
you hypnotize yourself. Like you go through, I mean, there's many different ways that you can become hypnotized, but, you know, looking up, you know, for, for a minute or so uh, is what she suggested and then close your eyes. And I've never had that. I had maybe one other recording and it was just talking. It wasn't starting hypnotherapy over again on your own. Is that something you do? Yes, I do that. I do a regression where it's like just telling you to like, you know, close your eyes just exactly the way you said it and then just have you picture you're in front of the ocean and you're walking to, to the, down to the beach or something like that and just bringing you re- in a relaxed state and just where you can completely just dive into the whole experience, kind of like a meditation. And it's just like once your body is fully relaxed, your mind is relaxed, it's just like it's like opening a door within you and just all these answers come, like answers that you probably locked within you. And you just ask the question and people just answer it. And sometimes after the session, they're like, whoa, I didn't even realize that or I didn't even remember that. It's just it's an amazing experience. Oh, yeah. Uh, And I think we should start talking about what the misconceptions that people have when it comes to hypnotherapy, uh, that your mind can be controlled, and that none of that, none of that is true, right? Yeah, absolutely, none of that is true. You're in complete control. You're just relaxed. You know exactly what you're saying. It's nothing where it's like I'm mind-controlling you. It's just I'm talking to your subconscious mind. You're fully conscious, of, aware of what I'm saying to you. And I look at it after learning more about it and then, and then experiencing it and having success with it is that you as the pr- practitioner are basically handing the keys over so that we can access our mind and our subconscious. It's not like you're doing the work. We're doing the work. You're just allowing, you're opening the car door and letting us, letting us get in and drive. Yes, absolutely. That's what I always tell everybody is that you're in control. You are, everything that you're saying, I'm just leading it. I'm leading the way, but I'm not leading the answers. The answers are coming from you. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not, you're not changing anything unless we want to change. It's not like you're you're putting these messages in our mind and how did she slip that in there? I had no idea. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't work like that. But a lot of people feel that. And yeah, so did I. And a lot of that's from, you know, you watch TV and you see certain shows and things and, and, you know, they're just, many times they're just not true. Absolutely not true. I, I, I had that misconception at first. And then when I um, did hypnotherapy and really learned about it, studied it, I was just like, that is, why do they make it seem like you're in like mind control? And it's just, it's just a natural, beautiful thing. And like I said before, it's like a meditation you unlock so much about yourself when you do this, The doing it more than one time. Like the first time, it's like, whoa, the second or third and continuing, it's just like, wow, you just really learn a lot about yourself. How did this all begin for you? Um, it actually all began with Reiki. Um, I've been in the medical field for 18 years, and, um, uh, and I, I loved it, and I worked on an oncology floor, and you know, just to relieve patients, they would have, like, one week where it's, like, um, they would have a therapy um, dog come in, and then one week they had Reiki, um, a Reiki therapist come in, and I was just like, what is that? I had no idea what it was, and I signed myself up for it, and uh, I didn't know it was, like, healing hands, 
And then when I experienced it, I was like, I love this and I want to do this. Wow. People in your field, I feel, in speaking with them, have a thirst to learn more. They just want to, you know, learn the next thing so that they can help people in a different way. Is that you? Yes. I want to do something where it's natural and, you know, yes, I'm in the medical field or it's just, I like the fact that it's very organic, it's natural, and yeah, I want to help people. That's truly what I want to do. So hypnotherapy is is also RTT, Rapid Transformation Therapy, right? Um, it's kind of more, it kind of takes, Rapid Transformational Therapy takes it more in depth. Like hypnotherapy, it's kind of like, you know, putting somebody into digression and, you know, kind of pulling questions out of them. Rapid Transformational Therapy is more like in depth. It's like um, putting somebody down in regression and then, you know, just kind of being like asking them the questions like, what caused this, what is the first initial cause of this problem, whether it's smoking or, you know, fertility, and then them telling you what it is and then just doing, like, three scenes and sometimes going to four where you can fully see where this all started. And there's always a pattern with every scene. And then just coming together, putting it all together, and just allowing that the client to see it visually and then realize oh that's when it started and then just doing a recording and having them listen it for 21 days because that's when it takes for your mind to fully think in and process it all and finally change rearrange and change your mind pattern to not believe what you used to believe where oh this is impossible for me to believing yes i can do this do you always do RTT? I do. I mean, I can do just hypnotherapy. I can do just Reiki if that's what the client wants. But I do like the whole process of rapid transformational therapy because it's just so beautiful how it all just comes together. And the sessions usually takes about an hour, 15 minutes. Yeah, it's almost. And by the way, I had RTT this past weekend. And oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I, um, of course you got to go to the 21 days to really yeah. see the changes, but I know they're going to happen because I saw what I needed to see, like going back to, uh, childhood and images of that. And, uh, I felt like I was watching a movie of myself. Yeah, absolutely. And I do it all the time to myself because I like, I'm always about healing, whatever I need to learn, unlock about myself. And, yeah, I truly, I love that, you know, and I'm sure you learn something about yourself, too, doing RTT. Uh, totally. And you can easily take yourself into a hypnotic state, right? Yes, absolutely. You can do it to yourself. Huh. Um, do you need to learn how to do that? Like, could I do that or am I essentially doing that when I'm listening along to the recording from the practitioner? Yes, you are doing that when you're listening to the recording to, with um, the practitioner. Okay. So, you know, the technique that was learned where you look up and, you know, your, your eyes feel like they're, when you close them after looking up for a little while, um, and they feel like they're glued shut and all of that, is that the way you get into a hypnotic state? It is the way you get into a hypnotic state, but you can also do it listening to a recording, like with the way the tone is and the voice is... Um, you know, that gets you into a hypno state as well. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize that. Yes. 
hmm, what can I do with this? <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. It does. Like they train you on like your voice pattern, your tone. So it's all training. It's not like you can just, you know, do like listen to it and be like, it's not going to work. No, they train you on how your voice is supposed to sound, the level, the pace, all of that technique. Yeah. So let's, let's pivot over now. We talked about hypnotherapy, RTT, fertility. You can do hypnotherapy to help anybody in any, any way with a lot of different challenges, right? Yes, absolutely. Why don't we talk about now smoking, you know, stop smoking, weight challenges, and uh, stress, anxiety. Definitely one of those uh, things that, or a number of those things that hypnotherapy can help you out with. How about the things that one would not normally think? Um, yeah, I'm, I, I think some people think that's not something you can work on, but it's absolutely something you can with hypnotherapy, especially anxiety, well, all of it, anxiety, quit smoking, all of that. It's very helpful because, like you, like you said, it's like putting somebody under hypnotherapy and just visualizing when you're seeing it and just working on the breathing, and it's just all therapeutic. Uh, I had hypnotherapy about a year and a half ago for forgiveness. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. that's some, Yeah. Didn't even know that that was even possible. And it's so funny because the uh, practitioner had had mentioned it in passing. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? That sounds that I could use that. I thought he specialized in that. He didn't. Didn't matter oh. be, be, because that's what we centered on. Um, so that, that, you know, that's one of the uh, one of the things that's not so common uh, that people talk about. But that's, you know, I'm curious if there's other things that you help people with, uh, you know, doing hypnotherapy uh, heal from. Um, yes, I've helped people with depression. I've helped people with anger, loss, um, death, a um, combination of things. Um, a widow. So, yeah, it's definitely a combination of emotions people go through. I had, I helped somebody with, um, uh, they had, they weren't able to cry. So they came to me saying that, you know, I have all these emotions and I'm not able to cry. And uh, they were just like, I don't know where all my emotions are going. It's been years. And I was just like, okay. So we worked on that. Um, She was able to see visually a big ball of emotions in front of her. And uh, she wanted to dive. She she was just like kind of unsure. And I was just like, okay, we're going to attack this today. We're going to go for it. And, yeah, she ended up doing follow-up sessions with me, and she was just saying, like, she was vomiting, she was crying, like, all these emotions came out. Um, so, yeah, it definitely wow. worked. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I could imagine all of that all bottled up, you know, over a period of time. I call it the emotional bucket, and your bucket yeah. sometimes, you know, it's got to overflow, you know, if you're putting stuff in there and you're not uh, purging it, if you will. Uh, amazing. I will tell you, you know, hypnotherapy, when you're doing it, they can, you can get emotional. You can get emotional. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I've been there too, even, you know, going back to childhood and seeing images. And, um, but it's not, it's, I, I don't, I've never experienced it being sad. It's more of a, you're just, you're back in time. For a moment, you're watching a movie. Imagine a movie being made of your childhood and all of a sudden it started playing before you. You'd be, you know, wow. <laughs> you know, I can't, you know, um, it brings out a lot in you. Uh, but then it also helps you answer questions as to why you act the way you act now, you know, based on things you went through. Right. Absolutely. 
actually. Yeah, it all makes sense. It's like a puzzle that comes together. And, yeah, it's like it comes, it's, you see childhood, you can see your teenage years, you can see, like, a few years back in your 20s. Like, it's just like, a, like you said, a movie of your life. You know, I've never seen teenage years. It's always been um, when I was, well, I want to say, like, three, eight, somewhere around there. You know, it bounced depending on what, uh, what, what I'm looking for at that time. You know, what we're, uh, the hypnotherapy is centering on at that time. But isn't it true that the majority of the stuff we deal with is stuff that we dealt with when we were be, from birth up until seven and then sometimes seven until 14? necessarily say that that's true i mean i think most of the issues definitely do come from you know childbirth and seven and 14 but i've had clients where other things come out later like even i think the root of the problem starts at that age yes but then it yes like yeah the root of the problem i agree with that it starts at that age like seven to four like to birth to 14 um then i do think it's like a domino effect of how it affects us into our late teens, into our adult life. So I do think it's like a domino effect that it's just, and if you don't catch it, it just keeps on going, like unraveling. Yeah, that, that's where I was going with that. And, oh, okay. Yeah, and, and the stuff that's in your subconscious. You could have heard something uh, said in the kitchen as you walk by at age five and thought it was for you. You internalized it for the rest of your life. And it could have been just a passing comment but now it's stuck with you yep and then yeah absolutely i agree with that and then sometimes you know i other clients i've gotten have had like you know mommy and daddy issues problems that have come out and uh, now they're dealing with triggers that's another thing that i i i definitely work on working on triggers and you know taking that apart why are you triggered what's causing you to be triggered what happened gotcha are you still in the in the healthcare field? I am still in the healthcare field. Cool. See, I think that carries so much clout and weight in terms of what you do because you have a different way of looking at things coming from that field. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. How about Reiki? Let's uh, hit upon that if we have just a, a couple of minutes left here. Um, energy healing, I can explain it for somebody that doesn't understand or doesn't know what it is. Um, Reiki, what is it? Reiki, it's about healing with your hands. It's like energy that comes from your hands, and it just feels warm. You feel safe. It can, all kind, it can heal, like if you have an arthritis, um, as well as breathing. Um, it's just like healing. Like I can tell you a story that I actually had a client where um, they didn't know at the time, but they suffered a mini stroke, and they came in and. Uh, their eyes were kind of like cross-eyed and I was just like oh what happened because I've, I've seen this client before and they were just like oh I just I just kind of was like this you know earlier this week and I was like well let me do some Reiki on you and I just put my hands on their forehead and just um did it for maybe about 15 to 20 minutes and uh, later when they did some sort of test to find out what was going on the doctor told them that they suffered a minor stroke that stopped from their eyes. Thank God it didn't go to their brain. And the client came back to me and was like, I really believe that Reiki was what stopped it from going to my brain. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wasn't expecting that, Shirley. 
<laughs> but it just goes to show what energy can do and how it can heal. Um, wow. What do people tell you after a, after a typical session? They usually tell me that I was really good. They'll say that I have, like, magical hands. Or, yeah, they just um, have a really good experience. I had um, another person. She had many deaths happen back-to-back. And she just didn't know how to cope with the um, uh, everything. So she came in for a Reiki session, an hour session. And I just did Reiki all through her body, you know, starting from her head down to her toes. And she just got very emotional in the session. So, yeah, it's just a release of emotions, just kind of like a purge. I have, I've had Reiki a number of times, either virtually or in person. And most of the time, the practitioner will tell me things, like just... Things that they found, things that they thought were a little interesting, a little unusual. Uh, do you find things or do you, you sense things after a session? Um, yes, because when you're doing Reiki, you can feel like some areas are really hot. Some areas get a little cold. And I'll be like, oh, you need to focus on, you know, your ankles or your knees. Something's going on there. So you definitely can feel it in, um, like, the, the heat, like, throughout their body. There's certain areas that kind of you gravitate and you can pull some sort of energy and you can tell that there's something not quite right there. Yeah. I remember once I had a, a virtual session, didn't even, it wasn't even a zoom session. It was a, a text that said, well, get comfortable around eight o'clock and I'll do my thing and then I'll text you when I'm done. So I did. And mm -hmm. she messages me and she says, I, I got to share this with you. I don't know what it is, but it, I want to tell you that I, I sense this. And she said that, I was taking her in in whatever, I don't know how she experienced it, but I was taking her along in a little boat along some reeds and some weeds and we were looking at little sea life and uh, she doesn't know why that I was doing that, but she just wanted me to be aware of it because she thought it was a little unusual. And then I said to her, well, my Zen spot is going kayaking. Oh. And it's like, how would you even know that? <laughs> so... Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's amazing what can be picked up and transferred, you know, within energy. Uh, do you Reiki yourself, too? I do. Hmm. Uh, can anybody do that? No, not anybody can do Reiki on themselves. You can't, You have to definitely be a Reiki practitioner or go to get become a Reiki practitioner. And why is that? Is it just because you, you need to know how to concentrate the energy? Yeah, you have to have somebody who is authorized to be to get have you become a Reiki trans practitioner, so that way they can do attornment and all that other stuff that's involved with it. It's just is a process. Gotcha. Well, there's a reason why people teach it, and uh, and it works. I tell you, so many times I felt lighter, um, more clarity. There was one time I was dealing with some personal stuff and. Right after the session, I was like, whoa, okay, now it's coming clear, and this is what I need to do. Uh, but you, I guess you never know uh, until it's done what, what you're going to experience and what uh, what's going to come up. Is Would Reiki help with infertility as well at all? Yeah, it definitely can help with infertility as well because, you know, put energy over the solar plex and the root chakra and everything like that and just put all your ener my energy in there, and yeah, it could definitely help. I think all of that, whatever is organic and natural, can help. Fascinating. I never knew that hypnotherapy 
could help somebody with infertility. Uh, but as we talk about, it just stands the reason, you know, there are things going on, you know, in your life that may, may prohibit you from, from conceiving. So interesting. Somebody wants to reach you, Shirley, um, for any of these, Reiki, RTT, hypnotherapy, whether it's infertility or not. How do we find you? Um, they could give me a call. Uh, my phone number is 978-798-4868, as well as they can even email me at illuminatingtherapy11 at yahoo.com. Gotcha. And... Uh, is it a free consult if somebody has questions and wants to learn if it's the right fit and might work for them? Um, yeah, I do a 15-minute uh, free consult. Gotcha. Learned a lot today, Shirley. I really appreciate you uh, being with us. Oh, thank you. Me too. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you, and uh, look forward next time we get together. Maybe we can dig a little bit deeper into, uh, into Reiki and some of the other uh, modalities. Have a great weekend. Thanks again. Thank you. You too. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo. I love that music connects to people all over the country, but unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million kids struggle with hunger right here in America. And yet, every year, billions of pounds of surplus food in the U.S. go to waste instead of going to the children in need. Feeding America is working to change this. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks rescues this surplus of food to help provide meals to families in virtually every community in the United States, including yours. But they just can't do this alone. Join me in the fight against hunger in America. For more information on what you can do to get involved, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together, we're feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.